and gentlemen, welcome to the Friday Wrap-Up with Greg Campbell, Paul Stevenson, and David Warren. Get the latest of what's going on in Ottawa when it comes to real estate, mortgages, and whatever else they want to talk about. Have a coffee, some laughs, and learn something new each Friday at 10 a.m. All right. Fancy time. I just want to get people a seizure first thing on a Friday, you know, on their computer screen. Fancy look. (laughs) Fancy man behind the scenes. Fancy pants. Got to give a shout out to uh, the the producer, the new producer for the show, Stephen Hopkins. He's he's killing it for us. This is uh, this is great. I'm loving this. So what do you guys uh, what do you guys think? Got the new vibe, got the new feel. Steve's got us, uh, you know, set up properly. We're uh, we're looking fly. I yeah, was fly. Uh, it's a good word. I was I, like I was re- I was reflecting recently on uh, on our past shows and for uh, you know the new viewers, new listeners. Uh, we have been doing this for close to four years, which is kind of hilarious. Um, and you know, I think we've learned a lot over those years. And uh, I wanted to actually uh, play something for you guys that I thought you would be uh, interested in, Steve. If you can uh, pull up that video, just so we can take a look at the. Uh... Wow. <laughs> Listen to this, Greg. Oh, do we have audio on that uh, on that video? I do. I joined a new real estate brokerage, <laughs> broker called Blue Panda. Oh no, maybe, maybe we, we don't. don't. <laughs> Blue Panda Realty. Mm. Um, oh, the Oh, there you go. And uh, is the owner, founder of that uh, firm, and Irina Popova is the broker of records. Oh, this, this is, is me joining Blue Panda. Panda. <laughs> wow. But uh, yeah, super happy, super cool environment, great little office. We're <laughs> really looking forward to it. It's just, um, I think it's just more of my style of what I want to be doing in terms of my career in real estate right now. I had an amazing experience, uh, you know, working with my mother and then working at Remax and big team, big office, you know, lots, lots of fun for sure. But just um, the last year and everything that I've gone through just made me kind of realize I needed to step back into something that's more my speed. Well, we were saying that before we came on. All right, stop it there, Steve. What do you think, Greg? Oh, that's, uh, that's crazy, man. <laughs> what a, uh, yeah, wow. Thanks for that. Little secret, little, little secret, little secret uh, piece there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's that's crazy, man. Uh, and and that's that's what three. That was March 2017. Yeah, March 2017. Crazy so three years. Crazy. And sorry, go ahead. Even just the video quality. Like I was looking back at all the old videos we had on YouTube from uh, yeah. from our old office and stuff. Like the video quality from our phones. You know, back then it was HD. It just looks ter- terrible, grainy now. It's, you know, just everything about it is, uh, feels like so 2017. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I, yeah, I honestly can't believe that we've been doing it for that long. Like, like the, the, the concept of it, we started it at the referral mortgage office, I guess, and it would have been 2017, right? Yeah. Just in that room with, yeah, the, with, then- the, with the iPhone. <laughs> yeah, on, remember, on, again. Yeah. On, on a tripod, I think. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. Using but that anyways, mic. I think <laughs> I cool. think it was great, and I was just uh, I was going through some of the videos and just laughing at uh, even just like like the, what I was wearing. I was looking at some of the videos. I'm like, oh my gosh! Like just everything about like time just goes so fast. Like I feel like back in the day, it would take you know you look at 20 years ago, you're like, wow, look at the pants I used to wear. Now it's if you look at something from last year, you're like, Jesus, what was I thinking? Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> and then you're looking at 20 years ago, going, wow, I want those pants again. Yeah. Right. Where yeah. did those go? Uh, uh. How was the so, week in uh, How was the week in real estate? The week was really good in real estate, to be honest. I uh, I sold a couple of properties. I just listed two. 
And uh, I got a couple more coming next week. I'm telling you, this market is, uh, it's been very tricky, but it's been fantastic for those of us that, uh, that are doing well. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know. Everyone just says it's going to keep rocking. I like to think that it will, but now I'm kind of, you know, mentally preparing for a little bit of a slowdown. Um, but, you know, who knows? Just, just letting it roll. What I am noticing is that there is a ton of listings coming out now. Like I could actually go shopping with somebody and I could go and see about six to eight townhomes today I, in Orleans. I, I was actually getting a purchase agreement this week with conditions. Amazing. Wow. Fancy that. Wow. I, I, I just got that. an offer. I just got an offer right now before we started the show. It has conditions yeah. and my, and my yeah. seller's going to take it. Yeah. It's uh, it's a little interesting. It's a little yeah. interesting. Two came in this week with conditions of financing for five days. I was thrown completely for a loop. <laughs> it's usually just like, check. <laughs> Check. Yeah, like, done. Like clear it. I, I talked to them maybe like nine months ago, and they're like, "Okay, here you go. No conditions." You're like, "I haven't talked to you in nine months. Yeah. I don't even know if your credit is still good." Right. I told you we were going to buy a house this year, didn't I? Yeah. That was... <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, but it's you know, and the offer presentations and everything that's slowing down. It went from no conveyance, meaning that they're not even going to look at it, to offers presented, but they'll look at um, they reserve their right to review. Um, agreement of purchase and sale if it comes in if it's if it's good enough and i think you know my perspective i think we've got about two more weeks of that and then i think that show is over unless it's an exceptional property now now do you think that has anything to do with uh, the lockdown again and back to school people kind of focusing on their kids or or that or homeschooling and then also this new lockdown of people feeling a little uneasy of going out people definitely like, don't focus on their kids in the summer it's uh it's a free for all eh? so. yeah yeah <laughs> Well, you does know, that push to also be into a new place before school, school starts, starts, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know, man. Like this is, it, it's really interesting. You know, mm -hmm. I, I do feel that a lot of people waited too long, which is what kind of pushed everything up. Um, mm -hmm. And now I think what we're seeing is uh, some of the people who feel like they may have missed the boat trying to get what they can before they can anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. which is driving the listings up. Buyers are <laughs> still there. Yeah, but now, but now it's just a matter of how much the buyers are willing to spend. Like, you know, I've, I've got an offer today, but I mean, I had a couple other showings that they were just like, no, we're not, we're not submitting on it. We're not, we're not going to spend that money. So, mm -hmm. I mean, when I'm having those conversations, I'm like, okay, I'm like, so whoever's listed now and, um, you know, is reasonably priced. I think if they get anything over, they should probably, uh, strongly consider that as opposed to holding out for the, uh, the big number again, unless it's an exceptional property. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, and then we talked about this, uh, I think, you know, maybe a month ago that there really needs to be kind of a, a balancing in the market, right? So that people, you know, we were saying ideally one or two buyers, maybe one or two conditions, just like get back to kind of a, a, a market that's fair across the board. So, so I, I was, uh, I was listening to a interview yesterday with the CEO of Zucasa that, you know, they've mm -hmm. uh, an online platform for real estate, uh, looking, looking up real estate, all that. And she was saying that in Ontario, this is Ontario across the board, uh, as of, you know, when this was filmed yesterday or two days ago, that, uh, Ontario as a whole has two weeks of inventory, mm. two weeks of inventory. Yeah across across ontario which means which for people listening two weeks of inventory means if no other if no new listings go up it'll take two weeks to sell every property on the market um, wow so you know that that kind of gives you an idea of you know where you know how busy it's been and and, mm -hmm. and financial post was you know there's an article uh, saying that ottawa was the number one market in canada 
in August at 19.9% uh, price increase over last year. Do you, do you ever see what the numbers are for us versus the U.S.? No, I mean this was they, these were this was uh, through on the um, uh, Financial Post, like the oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. like the Canadian okay. Financial Post, uh, and so that's where online you can you know you can look up the yeah. uh, the interview and whatnot. But uh, but yeah, it was just a publication by them and, and rating uh, and rating Ottawa as number one for August. So I, I know you know September it's trending the exact same way, but um, they specifically outlined uh, condo market in Ottawa, which. Ottawa has a little bit of an interesting condo mix when the numbers come because it's mm-hmm. townhouse condos as well as like high-rise condos that don't mm-hmm. separate them. Whereas like Toronto and stuff, they actually you know don't have as don't have the same condo townhome um, mix that we right, do. Right, but, right. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. So, Greg, do you find, uh, uh, I can't remember the, the name of the term, but the uh, basically the bully offers, like I was with um, a couple of realtors recently, and they were talking about how there was a, a, a realtor that was accepting offers Monday, and mm-hmm. then they were talking about how, uh, you know, they weren't going to basically, they basically put in there that they weren't going to accept bully offers, which I think you were saying is like you kind of have to include now. Uh, yeah. But then they basically got an offer and then called everyone that was going to put an offer in and mm-hmm. said, we got a we got a bully offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now come with your best offer. So have you seen like is that? And this was less than a week ago. So like, I, I've been a part of many of these. Yeah. I've been a part of many of these in the last month. Mm-hmm. So that's now, that, the, is that changing? That, do you think, or is that going to yeah, change? I think that's changing. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's become the common play, like the little uh, the way to do it. Because usually when you're sitting down with sellers now, everybody still wants to maximize. They want the most profit, right? Mm-hmm. And and so it switched from like I was saying to no conveyance, which means that the sellers aren't even going to look at anything to offers presented and the seller reserves the right to receive offers, which would be a bully offer, right? They're basically saying, if you want to send me a bully offer, I'm ready to take it, but it's going to have to be impressive. And once I get it, then we have to let all the other agents know, and then you can still create another multiple offer scenario, right? Like a bit, like a bidding war. So I did great example. When the, the more homes started coming out in Orleans, more townhomes started coming out. Yeah. I was out with a client and um, there was two uh, with no conveyance. Um, and we lost both of those. They sold, I think, 75 over list, 75 and 85 over list. We went in at 50 over. Um, and then we did two bully offers, okay? And they, and the guys, they wouldn't take it. And then when they actually sold the next week, they sold just a little bit higher than what we had offered. And then finally, on the third, third one, we went in with a bully offer, 50,000 over list. They told the other people that had seen it. They also submitted. So we were in multiple offers, but we won that one. So it's, you know, it's very common. I, like, I know tons of people have been going through this. Um, it's very, you know, it's pretty, it gets pretty intense, especially for the, uh, the buyer, depending on what the scenario is. I think it'd but, be so frustrating on both sides. Like just like for the client and the realtor, just, it's like, it just seems very unethical, you know, like there's gotta be a hard line of like, are we doing this or aren't we right? Like, it's just, it makes it the whole thing muddy. And it just, I feel like, uh, it is, it's, I mean, but, and, but this is the thing now it's like, if you're working with a good agent, it's kind of like accepted. Like basically the one, this one that I listed yesterday, um, same scenario. We said offers presented at, but we will look at something and we got one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's only been two other people through. I'm going to call, I'm gonna call them this willing morning. To accept an offer, you know? I'm going to call them this morning, but I already followed up with them and I don't think yeah. they're submitting. So we've got one offer and you know, we're, we're going to deal with it and it has conditions. So mm-hmm. that's also a bully offer with no condition or with conditions. I mean, yeah. so if yeah. that, and, and that's just me. I mean, if, if I'm seeing this once, I mean, there's some other people who are selling, you know, they're probably selling 10 a week with their team. So the, I guarantee you they're seeing at least half of their listings going through this or they're with their buyers. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's slowing down, though. So, Greg, you, you'd mentioned, like, especially with that sort of stuff happening, I've seen, uh, I think we have an article regarding it, but regarding open houses, I know that's been kind of in a shift with uh, with there being kind of a second wave of, of the COVID and, uh, and things kind of shifting and retracting as far as uh, phases and things like that. We, you know, there's an article that came out, CTV, saying that they're kind of urging realtors to stop doing in-person open houses. Like, what, where have you seen that kind of shifting over the last few weeks? Or what are you doing? What's your team doing uh, regarding open houses currently? Well, I, for one, was never, I mean, we spoke about this before. I was never down with doing the open houses again. Um, but I do understand for a lot of new agents that that's how they do well and that's how they get their buyers. So I know a bunch of people that started and I was blown away when I found out, they, excuse me, they had um, open houses with 50 people through. Mm. Wow. And and that was, Crazy. right? And, and that was only, what, that was two, three weeks, three weeks ago, I guess. Three weeks ago, 50 people through. So there's two of them. One stands at the door and waits. And then the other agent takes them through the house and they come back out. I was just blown away that there was that many people that were just kind of like, we're, we're going. Mm-hmm. You know? So maybe explain the pro. So they were actually getting people to line up outside, yeah. only taking like one group through yeah. at a time. It's okay, like, so they're actually being responsible about it. Oh yeah, still, fifty people willing to go out is crazy. That's yeah, it, right? that, and I was surprised. Yeah. And and these are people that I know, so I imagine there was a lot of other ones. But then you know, this whole thing came back, and they just shut it down again. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, and and then what happens, right? Like, just let, let's say, for example, you know, they do that. Someone at the open house get has COVID. So then, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh shit! Like, where did I get it? Who has yeah. it? What do you do about contacting? You know, what I do know is that there's a rule with, with it all goes to public health, right? Like you're not supposed mm-hmm. to do anything. You contact them, you let them know, you give them a list of whoever you know that you've been in contact with and they're supposed to reach out to them. But I don't yeah. even know if that's happening, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. that's... Yeah, I think the contract contact tracing has been uh, kind of going, you know, been an issue, but uh, yeah, who knows? That's uh, so. I mean, that's that. That article was referring to the Toronto board. Okay. Right? I mean, uh, does that has the Ottawa board kind of put out any sort of publication to you guys internally about open houses or about any changes with this, you know, second wave lockdown? Yeah, you know what? I do remember seeing something, but I don't. I can't think of it on hand or, or what it was from the board. But yeah, it's just it's just done. There's no open houses. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. And I mean, even with like every listing that I have, I have, I made like a little COVID kit. So I have this little blue basket and I put in sanitizer masks and gloves just in case people, you know, forget to, uh, to bring theirs. I mean, everybody's usually rolling with them, but it's just kind of like a little thing. And the sellers are pretty happy about that. It's, when they it's get the them. new gift basket. It it's is the new gift basket. The new gift basket. COVID the basket. Gift basket. Uh, because the, someone, the COVID case. Yeah. <laughs> someone, post, someone, someone reshared uh, a commercial from Canada goose with a nice, you know, hundred dollar fleece mask yeah. for the winter, you know, <laughs> <laughs> got to have that, that high end mask. Hey, Winston Churchill says, uh, never let a good crisis go to waste. You know, I think right. that's been the story of 2020. <laughs> Lie, that sounds pretty, uh, pretty appealing. And come, you know, minus forty degree weather. Oh, right. yeah. oh yeah, the fleece mask. I know, right? Oh, lead. It's oh, like, yeah. well, we got, we got to wear them anyways. So it's like yeah. little flip down goggles from the, from the, from the matching hat yeah. with the wool. You know. Yeah. Neck warmers and uh, and turtlenecks were never, you know, not not really stylish to go about your day to day. But a uh, no. a furry yeah. mask. a furry fleece with a, mask. With a little goose yeah. or a little alligator, you know, <laughs> 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 Lacoste mask. They must have very fast, right? Um, yeah. 
Dave, you had something that you wanted to discuss as well regarding the intensification in Ottawa. It's yeah, kind of, it was just, it was, it was kind of funny. I was, uh, I was looking on, uh, on the Ottawa Citizen. They had this article or this photo. It was a you know, heartfelt or kind of good news story of this, you know, father who had taken a photo 28 years ago when his son was born at the population of Ottawa sign in 92, showing the 304 and then his kind of, you know, fake plus one when his son was born on the day. And then the son that was born in 92 replicating it again. Mm. And I know we talked about this, you know, a couple months ago about about the city of Ottawa talking about, uh, you know, doubling Ottawa's population by 2020, uh, by 2045. And we kind of, you know, we're, we're kind of saying like, oh, that's kind of crazy. And I saw this photo in this article yesterday and just reminded me of that conversation. Mm-hmm. They look at it 28 years ago is 304,000. Yes, this is before amalgamation. And, you know, there's, you know, would be a little bit higher, but we're talking about triple the population. That's crazy. Uh, in 28 years. And so, you know, when we're, when the city, when the, when the city council was saying, you know, a few months ago that they were looking to double the population in Ottawa over the next 25 years. And people were saying like, Oh, that's crazy. I mean, we've done that over the last 25 years of actually tripling it. Yes. Again, yes, there's amalgamation. And so maybe call it two and a half times, but, uh, but I thought this photo that, uh, that I found was, was pretty, uh, pretty, you know, impactful. Um, in, yeah. in, in 92, I lived in uh, Beacon Hill and we used to write Gloucester as, as where we yeah. were from. Yeah, it was yeah. Gloucester. Oh, exactly. Well, Gloucester, I mean, we, you mean, when you call yeah. it pizza. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we, were all, we were all Beacon Hill and uh, yeah. in that area at that time. And, uh, and so, you know, it's kind of interesting to see, you know, obviously Gloucester was what we recognize, Orleans, you got Canada and Sith where we're different yeah. as opposed to Ottawa. But, you know, let's call it. So let's call it four hundred and fifty thousand. Right. You know, as a as an amount, you know, when they amalgamated population. So we're in twenty five years. We're talking about doubling. You know, we already doubled the population. So, you know, when they're talking about this infrastructure change and doubling it over the next twenty five, it's not that far out to lunch. It's just a high number to kind of think about nowadays. Uh, and I, I, I think actually, that kind of speaks. I remember as a kid driving to what felt like Montreal to go to the Sitzville flea market to get Game Boy games for my mm-hmm. like portable old school <laughs> Nintendo Game Boy. Yeah. Uh, that was the best place. And it was huge. I remember the flea market being massive and I don't even, yeah. I, I'm sure I know it's still there. Like you can go, I think my son did like a, a street hockey tournament there a couple of years ago, like the mm-hmm. old flea market spot. Um, but just insane how much the city has grown. But that, that photo, I've actually never seen that photo, but that's pretty wild to think about how much we've, we have grown. Yeah. That, that is, that is crazy. Um, yeah. I'm a little in shock, to be honest. That's a really cool photo. I kind of wish I had it myself. <laughs> you, can, you can get it. Yeah, I'll get it in a million. And then, I feel like we're now, like, even when I'm coming back from Carlton Place, uh, picking my son up, there's usually uh, the sign there now shows a million, but it's right between basically uh, the Alaska kind of wood company on Highway 7 and kind of the off-ramp to go to Ashton. They have mm-hmm. the auto sign there, and it says a million now, but I believe we're, we're actually closer to 1.3 or 1.4 if we're including. Mm-hmm. Like it depends on how far out you're, you're factoring in, obviously. Um, but, I mean, hitting 2 million, 2.5 million doesn't seem that crazy. It's just a matter of where are they going to put all these people, right? And that's, uh, that's kind of the, the ongoing debate, and that's why when people are looking at projections of uh, condo fees and, and condos available and builds and all that, it's so important to... Like there's so much involved in that planning that I think mm-hmm. goes unnoticed that, uh, you know, when people are complaining about the, the new development on the corner or whatever, and it's taking away the green space, like they're, they're, 
there it has to we have to grow in some way right i'm all about green space trust me uh, as you guys know mm-hmm. um, but i mean there's there's a healthy balance there where you can use the space properly make it a green property um you know use the space efficiently as as efficiently as possible given that it's mm-hmm. 2020 uh, and I think the new builders are taking advantage of that. And I think the city planners are also aware of those factors and are considering that when they're approving plans and uh, projects and things like that. Right. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a hard process. I mean, they got to look, you know, like 20 years down the road, you know, looking at that photo, you have to plan the LRT, not for today. Yes. People aren't riding it today because of COVID and obviously because of their initial issues, it will get ironed out. But, you know, if we're talking, if we're talking, you know, 15 years down the road, when we're now at 1.5 million officially, Oh yeah. You know, the, the people need transportation. And so, you know, for these planners, city planners and, and the city council for these builds are approving for condos, like you're saying, Paul, and, and things like that. I mean, it's a lot that they have to kind of for, you know, foreshadow and, uh, or, 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 uh, predict of, you know, where, where everyone's going to be. COVID might've been the best thing that ever happened to the light rail plans. Cause they, just, 100%. Uh, they have nobody on it. <laughs> you know, it the, the slogan was we're on track in 2018. Then it was, we're off the track in 2019. Eh? And then it's, oh, yeah. we're, we're working on it in 2020. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. there. There hasn't been any door issues because there's no one riding it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not that they're fixed. It's just that nobody's riding it to actually have any door issues. Mm. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Steve, why don't you take us to that video of that new listing I got? Yeah, it's a magical uh, property, eh? I feel like mm. we're in. Feel like we're yeah, in Italy. so this is um, five six seven Thompson Street, as you can see there. It's uh, it's a spectacular home, and uh, yeah, you know we're we're on the uh, we're on the market now. This here's a perfect case. We're looking at offers on uh, on Monday for this one. Mm-hmm. I love that driveway. Um, yeah, it's cool. So it's got it's got the carport there, and then in the back it's got a garage along with um, a guest house that uh, you can make into like anything a salon, studio, um, just home based business. Uh, you can even put a little gym in there. And um, yeah, my guys from uh, Next Door Photos set all this up for me. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a great house. We've had uh, we've had a bunch of showings, and um, we're gonna have some more over the weekend. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll get a we'll get a bully offer as as we're talking about, or or maybe what we area? Won't. What area of town is that? It's in uh, Viscount Alexandra Park. Park. You know, it's right by um, right by the Aviation Parkway. It's literally okay. the Aviation like Parkway. Montfort. Yeah, Montfort it's it's directly beside Montfort Hospital. Almost, it. it's, in a, it's in a it's in a great great little location. Space right there too. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's one of these homes. It's like, it's, um, it, it's this rare, rare home on this street. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you'd have to kind of go and, and check out the area. Yeah. There's the floor yeah, it's, plan. It's, it's, like a, it's got like a, it's something got a French or Spanish style. Like yeah, right? just the decor of it is really cool. How have they, were, did they build it? The people no, that are there it now? Built in 19, it was built in 1952. They've been there for, I oh. think, uh, I think six years, okay. just about That's six really years. So they're, um, they're moving, they're moving up. Mm-hmm. Um, they just put in a new pool this year new pool liner, all the concrete around it. I mean, it's hardwood throughout everything. It's got a suite in the basement. It's got a separate entry. It's set up as, a, as an in-law suite. So, but you could easily make it a separate, uh, a separate unit because it has four bedrooms upstairs. So you could easily put a laundry and even an ensuite mm. bath upstairs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, oh, wow. it, it's, it's set up. Plus you got that guest house in the back. It's unreal. Yeah. Like it's, it's perfect for somebody with a family that wants to be in the city, but not totally, uh, not totally outside. Yeah, or, or a sore family that's not needing all of that space can rent out the basement. Yeah. Have some, you know, income yeah. to offset their mortgage. Uh, you know, that's that. Uh, yeah, I, I, 
Location's great too. You can get hop on the parkway from there and be at Parliament in ten minutes. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You're literally yeah. right there and it's cool because you're again, you're in the city, you're right off Montreal Road, but you hit like honestly you go at the front door, you turn left, you're on a bike path in 2 seconds. Mm-hmm. Just it's it's unreal. Yeah. Yeah, so if anyone wants some more info just uh let me know and can uh, you can DM me. Price? What's that? What's the price, sorry? No, the listing 699.9. 700k for that little piece of paradise. And rates are oh, so well under 2% by the way. Dave's video. Yeah. Dave's in free, the free money. Now. Free money. Yeah, I mean it really is. It's yeah. I mean five-year fixed rates, you know, are under two percent. It's crazy. Um, the lowest they've gotten before was two oh nine. You know, two years, a year and a half ago, two years ago, and we thought that that was the absolute lowest. It was in twenty seventeen. That was when all kind of oil crashed a little bit, and uh, we thought that would be the lowest it could ever go. How the hell could it ever go below two and and all this? And then. The bond rate plummeted with COVID, and uh, and here we are. We're talking uh, below two percent for for fixed rates. is It's crazy. It's like it is free money. <laughs> and we uh, we had we have someone on our team too, who's a like his primary focus is financial planning. He was just saying that there's uh, some news that came out yesterday that uh, I'm going to do a little more research on. But he was just saying that you know they, they he expects he anticipates that the the prime lending rate is going to stay low for quite some time uh meaning the variable rates are probably going to stay low for quite some time as well so there's still variable rates that are well under two and um you know it's just a really good opportunity to buy as you said like that's six you know seven hundred thousand dollar home at less than two percent interest is uh you know with the with the rental income and everything else like it's a very affordable property mm-hmm. uh, if you're looking at buying like a, a single family at 450 you know with the rental income on that property you could probably buy that instead you know like there's there's ways you could uh, basically up your your buying power mm-hmm. because of the mm-hmm. way that, that property is structured you know yeah very good comments paul thank you mm. <laughs> it's well, kind of what we do it's what we do every day <laughs> like almost what i do well, for a living and so uh you know plans for the weekend boys uh i've got to it's uh the end of the season for the cottage unfortunately so i got to uh go up there and and kind of do a clean out of there and and start prepping to close up the water there it's uh lake drawn water so the lines will freeze if we we don't drain them shortly um it's been you know dipping below zero at night and whatnot so we don't want to you know ruin the uh the water system there so i got to very important to drain your pipes you know yeah yeah so I got to uh, right. I'm gonna do a little research on everything required there, but that's uh, that's basically that's my uh, my weekend. Yeah, fun stuff. I'm actually okay. going up to the cottage today. I'm I'm looking okay. forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> so, see, so see you later, suckers. <laughs> but that's but but you don't have to do any maintenance at yours. No, you don't I don't. About anything. You got I don't. I'm very I'm very happy about that. <laughs> yeah, you got the uh, you got the, the you know. Yeah. Hands free. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Paul? So I was going to do a plug on that on your on your cottage complex. So are there still sh- are there still shares available or spots available on them? Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, we should do it. We should do a little campaign together. That would be great. Yeah, and 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 we should get uh, some you know some videos and photos up. Let's for, do it. For yeah, people, for listeners here. Have a contest for. Uh, this is a really cool uh, cottage, eh? Yeah, it's a, cool a, a, little, a little weekend getaway a a contest. Weekend getaway Absolutely, contest Absolutely man. Let's do it. Let's talk about that. Okay, cool. Um, Great. Yeah. My weekend is, uh, yes. family built. 
couple okay. tours. Uh, a little bit of the hockey's still on. They're uh, they're down to no dressing rooms, uh, ten on the ice at a time, no contact. They can't go within a stick's length of each other. So basically, just wow. basically just uh, sprint skating drills. They have to show up, put their skates on on the bench. Uh, so that'll be fun. Um, other than that, uh, you know, some yard work, uh, clean up the house, uh, get, get the garden all fixed up. <laughs> <laughs> we're all, we're all yeah. so boring. Uh, we're so, so boring. I might even go to Home Depot and buy a Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> I don't know if I'll have enough time. I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'll have enough time. Can't, can't do it all. Can't do it all. Um, so mood, mood, mood boosts? Mood boosts. Mood yeah. Boosts. Do, it. do it. All right. So. There's four. I'm only going to read three because one of them is just, it doesn't meet my standards. So <laughs> the first one, uh, where is a cattle herder's favorite place to cook her meals after a long day? Cattle herders. And I wish I was quicker. Place. Home on the range. Oh, man. Wow. So after giving up on being a nanny, Mary Poppins has moved to Beverly Hills and has become a fortune teller. She reads your future not by looking at the lines on your palm, but by smelling your breath. They call her the super California mystic expert halitosis. <laughs> Dude, why? Why? <laughs> that's, <laughs> not, that's not the one that you left out? <laughs> who, who, who writes this? Sorry. And the last one. Uh, I'm pretty sure Donald Trump is the president of Canada, right? It's Trudeau. Oh God! Get that wow. out of here! Get you that out of two, here! Let's hear the fourth one. Let's hear the fourth one. Those two, those right. last two. Uh, a termite. A termite walks into a bar and asks, "Is the bartender here?" Oh God! Okay. Yeah, we're done. We're, we're going to look into a new. Uh... <laughs> the writer might get replaced. Move the writer might get replaced. <laughs> And, uh, for anyone that did tune in for the first time, I know that uh, obviously producer Steve was a big help this week. We're going to get the show up on uh, on Spotify and Apple and, and all those uh, channels. Yeah. But also, we'll, we'll make sure the show is up on the Facebook page. Um, if anyone's following along, uh, make sure to like the Facebook page. Then that way, at least you'll be notified every Friday. Uh, but we are going to be going Friday mornings, 10 a.m. You know, we'll be here. Uh, we'll be here. We'll be square. And yeah. uh, we'll be ready to rock, you know. All right. Keep it legal. Keep it vertical. You know. <laughs> See, that's that's funnier. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Mr. Perlato. Or no, that yeah. was Perlato. No, Perlato. Mr. Perlato. I think Perlato. A couple Perlato. high school teachers that know how to keep it real. You know. <laughs> All right. Have a good weekend, everyone. Yeah. We'll see you next week. All right, guys. Later. See ya. The Friday Wrap-Up, brought to you by Blue Panda Realty, ReferralMortgages.com, and Stephen Hopkins Video, No Flash.